Aaron Rodgers. We all know him as a quarterback at the Green Bay Packers. Since joining the Packers in 2005, he's won a Super Bowl with the Packers, four MVP awards, 10 Pro Bowl selections, and numerous other accolades. Yet, in a 2005 NFL draft, Aaron Rodgers experienced a draft slide and was selected 24th overall by the Green Bay Packers. But what if one of the 23 teams who passed on Aaron Rodgers drafted him? What if Aaron Rodgers is drafted elsewhere? Let's enter the parallel gridiron and explore the alternate reality. But first, though, let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Still. I'm your host, Brandon. Welcome to part one of an eight-part podcast special titled The Parallel Gridiron. And this eight-part podcast special is an anthology-based format, so there's no need to listen to each episode in order, as each episode has its own standalone story and timeline. So, what is a parallel gridiron? Well, the parallel gridiron is what I see is equivalent to the multiverse in a Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's in a parallel gridiron, and where alternate realities of the NFL are playing themselves out. Just like Doctor Strange, from his recent movie, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, we're entering the parallel gridiron, just like Doctor Strange did when he ventured into the multiverse. It'll be in this eight-part podcast special, and we'll be exploring alternate realities in the NFL by exploring what might have been if certain events in the NFL turned out differently than they actually did. We're going to follow in the footsteps of Dr. Strange, Wanda Maximoff, Loki, and Sylvie into the multiverse, which in this case involves the NFL. By asking the powerful question of what if, these alternate scenarios in the NFL are based on speculation of what might have happened, as we'll never truly know what actually occurred, as these events never occurred, but we're going to explore that in his eight-part podcast special titled Parallel Gridiron by going to alternate NFL realities that never were. And at the end of each episode, there will be drink pairing at the end from the Bar of Loki. So do stay tuned at the end of the episode to hear the drink pairing and how it pairs with the topic from the Parallel Gridiron. So here we go to the first episode titled From Berkeley to Detroit. And in this scenario, I'm going to be talking about what might have happened if the Detroit Lions drafted Aaron Rodgers instead of Green Bay Packers in 2005 NFL Draft. So here we go. Let's enter the Parallel Gridiron of infinite possibilities. Our timeline begins in 2005. It's in a 2005 NFL Draft. Just like in real life, the San Francisco 49ers draft Alex Smith as their next quarterback with the number one overall pick. And then many start to wonder what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers in terms of what team may select him, with many analysts starting to talk about teams that may need a quarterback. But in this 2005 NFL draft, in this alternate NFL timeline, a major surprise happens when it's time for Detroit Lions to make their first pick in the 2005 NFL draft. Many are speculating that they're going to draft Mike Williams, which actually occurred in real life. But several start to wonder if the Lions do need another wide receiver when many start to speculate if a quarterback is actually the answer, as many start to question Joey Harrington as the answer for the Lions quarterback situation. Now, in real life, in a timeline that we're currently on, aka the sacred NFL timeline, the Lions actually did hold on Joey Harrington and pass on Aaron Rodgers after drafting Mike Williams out of USC. But then a moment occurs, and this is where the sacred timeline NFL starts to branch off into a major surprise move. It's in this alternate NFL reality in the 2005 NFL draft, and our Detroit Lions announced that they're selecting Aaron Rodgers with their 10th overall pick in the first round. This ends up causing major shockwaves in the NFL as many never saw this coming. With many now realizing that Joey Harrington is indeed not the answer in Detroit, with many start seeing his future in the Detroit Lions in limbo. And many NFL analysts start to wonder what exactly are the Detroit Lions doing in terms of their NFL philosophy and the draft continues with Mike Williams being drafted elsewhere, but also the major story of the draft is Aaron Rodgers being selected by the Detroit Lions. This now brings us to 2005 NFL season in where Aaron Rodgers is going to his first 
season as an NFL quarterback, but this time with the Detroit Lions. And the 2005 NFL season comes, and it does show to be a struggle not only for the Lions, but also for Aaron Rodgers due to lack of a solid offensive line, which ends up plaguing the Lions in this season. Joey Harrington is now replaced by Aaron Rodgers in week four of the season, in where Aaron Rodgers is not a starting quarterback for Detroit Lions. But despite the offensive line woes, he does show to be successful enough as a quarterback, which actually does allow Steve Mariucci to keep his job as head coach at Detroit Lions. So in this timeline, Steve Mariucci is not fired by the Lions in 2005 NFL season, as he does well enough to retain his job as head coach of the Lions, which comes partly from major upset over an Indianapolis Colts on Thanksgiving Day and what was a shootout between Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. This now brings us to 2006 NFL Draft, and where 2006 NFL Draft proves to be highly essential for Detroit Lions, as many start to say that they do need to start finding players to help Aaron Rodgers out in offense. So in this alternate NFL timeline, the Detroit Lions take two offensive linemen with their first two picks, which are Devin Joseph and Marcus O'Neal, who in real life actually went on to other teams in this draft. But it's in this alternate timeline, these two offensive linemen are drafted by Detroit Lions with their first two picks in a 2006 NFL draft. And these two picks in the offensive line proved to be very highly effective for Aaron Rodgers by showing a massive improvement in the offensive line, allowing Aaron Rodgers to reach his wide receivers, primarily Roy Williams, with less interference from opposing team defenses. But the Lions do continue to struggle in the NFL, and also Green Bay is also shown to be the major dominant team in the NFC North. As Brett Favre is still the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, now in real life there is no quarterback controversy in Green Bay because when Aaron Rodgers is drafted by Green Bay in a timeline that we're on right now, it did cause some kind of rift in Green Bay between Aaron Rodgers being seen as a future quarterback in Green Bay, with also many seeing Brett Favre on his way out. So in this alternate NFL timeline, there is no quarterback controversy up in Green Bay, and Green Bay is continuing to thrive in NFC North, while the Detroit Lions continue to struggle despite having some improved draft picks. This now brings us to 2007 NFL Draft, where in this draft, where just like in real life, the Detroit Lions still have the number two pick in the first round of the NFL Draft in 2007. And just just like in real life, in a timeline that we're now on, they do draft Calvin Johnson, wide receiver out of Georgia Tech. The addition of Calvin Johnson's wide receiver does prove to be a big game changer for Detroit Lions, as it gives Aaron Rodgers an additional wide receiver to throw the ball to, just like Roy Williams. But it's also another major addition to the growing Detroit Lions offense. And in this timeline, in the 2007 NFL season comes, Aaron Rodgers wins NFL Comeback Player of the Year, and Steve Mariucci is also named NFL Coach of the Year, as the Lions also advance deep into the playoffs, only to lose her divisional rival, Green Bay, in the NFC Championship. Now, in this alternate timeline, the Green Bay Packers, led by Brett Favre, advanced all the way to the Super Bowl and where they defeated the undefeated New England Patriots in the 2008 Super Bowl, which ends New England's quest for a perfect NFL season. This also gives Brett Favre his second Super Bowl victory, and also major consequence of this timeline is the New York Giants do not defeat the undefeated New England Patriots as originally occurred, as instead is the Green Bay Packers, led by Brett Favre. This shows a major alteration in NFL time timeline as New York Giants do not get their first Super Bowl victory with Eli Manning, who in this timeline is still the quarterback in New York Giants, and it also gives Brett Favre a proper send-off as he retires not long after winning the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. This now brings us right into the 2008 NFL season, in where the NFL is now in a post-Brett Favre world. And because of this, the Green Bay Packers now disarray without a reliable starting quarterback, which allows the Detroit Lions to dominate the NFC North, in where Aaron Rodgers guides the Detroit Lions into a deep playoff run in the NFL playoffs. 
in where the Detroit Lions defeat the Arizona Cardinals in the 2009 NFC Championship game, advancing to the Super Bowl, in where the Detroit Lions win their first Super Bowl in 2009 over the Pittsburgh Steelers, in where Aaron Rodgers is also named the Super Bowl MVP. And this now takes us to the 2009 NFL Draft. And this is where this timeline starts to get even more quirky, where the Green Bay Packers, who have a very high draft pick after having a very disastrous post-Brett Favre season, draft Matt Stafford as their next quarterback for the future in the 2009 NFL Draft. And the reaction to the Packers taking Brett Stafford begins to raise speculation that the NFC North is going to be sort of an arms race when it comes to offensive weapons, as many start to see Matt Stafford as a proper rival to Aaron Rodgers and the NFC North, which now takes us in 2009 NFL season. And in the 2009 NFL season, it's where Green Bay and Detroit compete with one another for dominance in the NFC North, as it's shown that Matt Stafford is indeed a proper rival to Aaron Rodgers with the Detroit Lions. But in the end, the Detroit Lions go on to win a division and advance into the playoffs and Detroit defeats New Orleans in the 2010 NFC Championship game and goes on to win their second back-to-back Super Bowl in a 2010 Super Bowl victory over the Colts. So in this timeline, New Orleans under Drew Brees do not win the Super Bowl as they are defeated by the Detroit Lions in NFC Championship. And the Super Bowl victory does allow Detroit Lions to go on a path to start a dynasty, but it's in the 2010 NFL season in where the rival Green Bay starts to heat up. In where the 2010 NFL season with Matt Stafford leading the Green Bay offense goes on to lead the Green Bay Packers until winning season in where they also win the NFC North as a result. This allows the Green Bay Packers to advance deep into the playoffs in where the Green Bay Packers led by Matt Stafford go on to win the Super Bowl in 2011 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Super Bowl victory goes on to solidify the Green Bay Packers as a legitimate contender to the Detroit Lions and NFC North, but also in the NFL. And the Green Bay Packers are going to have more success in the 2011 NFL season by winning the 2012 Super Bowl over the New England Patriots, which gives the Green Bay Packers their own back-to-back set of Super Bowls, just like the Detroit Lions. And it's also in this alternate timeline where Mike McCarthy remains as a head coach of Green Bay Packers. But it's after Super Bowl victory by the Green Bay Packers where the next four years start to prove kind of stagnant for both teams, for both the Packers and the Lions, in where they both remain competitive with one another in the NFC North, but also not in the NFL as the competition from other NFL franchises starts to heat up. It's in this period where the Seattle Seahawks, the Carolina Panthers, and the Denver Broncos win their own collective set of Super Bowls. It's not until the 2015 NFL season where Detroit Lions start to get back on track towards a path of success, in where Aaron Rodgers guides the Detroit Lions into another deep playoff run and where they face off against the Denver Broncos in the 2016 Super Bowl. And it's here in where Aaron Rodgers leads the Detroit Lions to their third Super Bowl victory over the Denver Broncos. We now go into the 2017 NFL season, in where despite a very successful season, the Detroit Lions make a deep playoff run only to fall short in the playoffs. And the situation does not get any better in the 2018 NFL season where Aaron Rodgers gets injured in the game early in the season, ending his entire season for the 2018 NFL season for the Packers, in where the Packers failed to advance to the playoffs. And it's after the 2018 NFL season, in where the Detroit Lions decide to move on from Steve Mariucci as head coach of Detroit Lions, in where Steve Mariucci, after the 2018 NFL season is fired by the Detroit Lions as their head coach, and where Matt LaFour is hired by Detroit Lions for the 2019 NFL season. And this is also where the Detroit Lions announce a rebuilding phase for their franchise that will also be centered around Aaron Rodgers. And that is where this timeline ends. Now the consequences of this timeline are, the Giants never win the Super Bowl, Brett Favre never leaves Green Bay, and he ends up winning one more Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. Matt Stafford
Stafford never does join the Detroit Lions and likely never goes to Los Angeles Rams, and also New Orleans never wins a Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy remains a head coach of Green Bay Packers, and Matt LaFour becomes a head coach of Detroit Lions as opposed to Green Bay. And the Patriots dynasty is less powerful than it was in the timeline that we're on now. So here are my closing thoughts as we go into the bar of Loki. But before we do so, here's a drink pairing for the inaugural episode of the Parallel Gridiron. And the beer and pairing for this week's edition of the Parallel Gridiron, the very first episode and the first timeline, is actually a very unique beer. This beer is actually a non-alcoholic beer. It's a fruited sour from Southern Grist Brewing Company located in Nashville, Tennessee. This fruited sour beer is brewed to lactose, a passion fruit puree, and also raspberry puree, and is brewed as a sour ale with two-row barley and wheat with centennial hops. Now, along with being a very fruity beer, what really makes this beer very unique and interesting as well, and that is it's a non-alcoholic beer that would also satisfy anyone who's a fan of sour beers, such as myself. It's by far a very classic summer beverage, a definitely good beer to have in the summertime season, and you may try to take a break from alcohol, but if you're also craving a good beer at the same time, this beer, a parallel sour from Southern Grist, will definitely do the trick. But Southern Grist Brewing also does brew traditional craft beer as well. Their website definitely does have quite a selection of craft beer, ranging from IPAs, stouts, and lagers. But if we're looking for a beer that definitely does fit well with the parallel gridiron, with all the variants and alternate FO timelines we're discovering for the next eight weeks, Southern Grist Brewing out of Nashville, Tennessee, definitely makes beers worthy of the destination into the parallel gridiron. And again, that beer is called Parallel Fruited Sour, a non-alcoholic beer with an excellent sour flavor that's worth checking out. And that is beer is on tap for this week's edition of the Parallel Gridiron and the Bar of Loki. Now, let's go back to my closing thoughts on this altered timeline involving Aaron Rodgers. When it comes to the curious case of Aaron Rodgers, there are what I see as 23 alternate realities surrounding Aaron Rodgers, which all come from the 2005 NFL Draft. 23 teams had a chance to draft Aaron Rodgers, and they all declined. So it makes you wonder what might have happened if one of those 23 teams had drafted Aaron Rodgers in the 2005 NFL Draft. In this altered timeline we just discussed, we discussed a timeline of what might have been if it had been the Detroit Lions who had drafted Aaron Rodgers. But in the end, we'll never know. But one thing I do know is for certain is that those 23 teams who passed on Aaron Rodgers, many of them, in my opinion, needed a quarterback, would have benefited greatly from his services. But it wasn't a 24th overall pick with the Green Bay Packers in where they picked Aaron Rodgers as their next franchise quarterback, bringing the Packers their future franchise quarterback and a Super Bowl victory, with Aaron Rodgers becoming one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But could have Aaron Rodgers replicated that same success with another NFL franchise if they had drafted him back in 2005? My answer is yes. Now, what kind of success would that have looked like? We'll never know. As in the end, any talk of that is just speculation, just like this week's episode, the inaugural episode of the Parallel Gridiron. But I do believe that one of those 23 teams had drafted Aaron Rodgers. There's no doubt that team would have been Super Bowl champions. And I'm pretty certain there are several alternate realities out there in where Aaron Rodgers was indeed drafted by other NFL franchises back in the 2005 NFL Draft and where those alternate realities are playing themselves out, just like in this week's edition of Parallel Gridiron. Now, when I think about this episode of the Parallel Gridiron, it makes me look back at the season finale of season one of Loki in where Loki and Sylvie first met Kang the Conqueror in where Kang the Conqueror explains to Loki and Sylvie how he discovered the origins in a multiverse in where he discovered alternate realities, each with their own variants. Now, even those alternate realities definitely do involve the MCU and this eight-part podcast special Parallel Gridiron, we're pretty much talking about variants of other NFL franchises, other NFL players, and alternate NFL timelines that are playing themselves out in the NFL's own multiverse known as the Parallel Gridiron. And right before we leave the bar of Loki for next week's alternate NFL timeline, here's a preview of next week's episode. They are known as the dirtiest team in football, winning three Super Bowls, but also generating lots of controversy in where their former owner Al Davis was always at war with the NFL. Relocation has been a common theme for 
them as you've now been in three cities while also having a fan base that spans the entire world. They won their last Super Bowl back in 1984. The team I'm talking about is the Raiders, now known as the Las Vegas Raiders. But what if their journey took a different turn? What if 1984 was not their last Super Bowl victory? What if the Raiders went on to do more than that? So check out next week's episode of Parallel Gridiron for episode two titled, What If the Raiders Were the Team of the 90s? As that'll be our next stop in our journey through the Parallel Gridiron. And until then, that'll do for me here in this edition of the Parallel Gridiron, an eight-part podcast special here in Brustilled. I hope you enjoyed this week's edition, the inaugural episode of the Parallel Gridiron. I'm Rose Brandon. Please do follow us podcast on Instagram at Bruce Stilled Podcast on Instagram. It's where you find photos of all the beers profiled here on this podcast. Please tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast five stars in your desired podcast directory. Please go out there enjoy some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey, and some good food. And I'll see you all next time in a parallel gridiron. Until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers.